is up, you guys? Hello. Estamos de vuelta con un episodio más de... No, pues, wow. No, pues, wow. <laughs> Thank you for joining us one more time. Una vez más. Una vez más, aquí con nuestras locuras. Estamos de nuevo en un capítulo más. Contentísimas de estar aquí. Yep. Muchas, muchas gracias por su presencia y su attendance. Mm -hmm. El día de hoy, Michelle, we have a packed but short episode because it's one of our goals, you know, to start kind of decreasing down the time and increasing the content. Content. Yeah, for you guys. So, depth. Yeah. El día de hoy tenemos acompañados unos cafecitos. Cafecitos. Pero no nomás es un simple cafecito. Está cargadito. Está cargadito. Usualmente el cafecito yo me lo tomo con azúcar nomás, pero el día de hoy está con poquito whisky para calentar la sangre también. Sí. Salud. Salud. Saludcita. Ups, ya, ya le tomé. Oh. Yo ya le, le había tomado. Ay, I'm sorry, sorry. Ups. Oh. Y acompañado con nuestro cafecito, Michelle nos... Trajo unos. Listen, I don't have conchas, but um, I did have some poppy seed, poppy, poppy seed, poppy seed, um, bread, bread. I was going to say muffin because that's usually the ones I get from Costco. But actually, this was like a, like a bread, like a loaf of a bread. Loaf. Uh -huh. Yeah, a loaf. Okay. Y pues las, las Madelines Madelines Las Madelines Sabrá Dios ¿Sí las conocen? Las que están bien ricas Ay, <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm just a Las Madelinas No, pues es yeah. que salimos de trabajar sí. Para los que no saben Ella trabaja en un banco Y sí. yo soy carpintera Yay. Y miren Llegué en mi ropa de trabajo Traigo mi Aquí, mira nada más. Para medir las, el número de pendejadas que vamos a decir el día de hoy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, you guys, we're so excited to be back. And today, we have a loaded topic, Michelle. It is. It, it quite is. I was actually um, really excited. I feel like it, we're finally starting to... We've talked about like machismo and we've talked about a lot of like our cultural things. However, we're finally breaking down into like the my, um, Mental micro, health. micro, I guess, subtopics mm -hmm. of all mm -hmm. of these. Sí. We touched very briefly on the macros and I think that yeah. we're honing down on on the little little sub subcategories of all of those things. Yep, yep, yeah. for sure. And without further ado, today's topic is going to be suppression of feelings in Mexican culture and how it affects relationships, socialization, and um, everyday life. This could be in teens, this can be in children, but everything comes from um, your roots, right? Tus raíces, mm -hmm. la importancia. Exacto. And um, as I was analyzing this topic, I was looking for research articles because that's what I do as an academic. I right. like to research things, but not just go on Google and Wikipedia. It's more so like, okay, what is what are people talking about? What is um, coming up about the subject? And I found this very interest, interesting article. It was a research yeah. article. Um, and Michelle, tú también traes uno, ¿verdad? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll see what we, yeah. We'll see what we can contribute uh, to the episode <laughs> because, you know, we're trying to cut down on the time and we want to make it impactful for yep. you guys. And so basically, this article is titled... Well, and 
Okay, go ahead and finish. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I wanted to I, before we touch into the actual f- facts of that. Yeah, I wanted to see if maybe we can take a just a very brief mi- minute, like talking about what has been your personal experience when it comes down to like you personally yeah. and me personally. Just emotional before we suppression. get into the actual facts. Well, we can start by defining what emotional suppression is yes. in Mexican culture, yes. mm-hmm. and I think, um, in my opinion, emotional suppression is when. Um, for example, my parents, you know, you feel, you have feelings and you feel certain ways and your parents are always like, echale ganas, no te preocupes, no llores. Like I have no, I can fucking, it's endless amounts of times where my dad's been like, no llores, por qué lloras? And it's like, um, cause I'm fucking sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? And I think that the reason why I wanted to talk about the impact of emotional suppression is because thinking about how kids are raised up in a Mexican household right, and how that affects their future. Mm-hmm. And emotional suppression is one of these things where it's like, if you're not talking about your feelings because your parents don't, then who do you talk to you about your feelings to? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, and this is something that's very, um, you know, I really don't know. I'm not in Mexico per se um, to see how it is day to day, but I could only imagine based on the time frame that I was there. And mm-hmm. it's just something that's like non-existent, you know? Yeah. I feel like, um, and I'll try to see if I can find the, um, oh yeah, I do. Um, and the one I did find it, I'm so sorry. I'm just rambling here, but I, I read an article, mm-hmm. um, from this girl and she is also Hispanic, but she was mm-hmm. working with like a Hispanic community. Her name is Daisy Novoa Vasquez. And she wrote this and she said, um, there is a big taboo, um, and if someone does go to like a therapist, it's like there's a big taboo when it, when it comes down to talking emotions. And mm-hmm. then it says if someone does go to a therapist, he or she usually hides it. You know what I mean? If they do. Like it's una cosa tan negativa. Exacto. El puto alcoholismo aquí de frente. El, el, la, la adicción al cigarro aquí de frente con los mexicanos, ¿no? Pero si les dices a alguien, oh, estoy en terapia, you know, voy a la oración porque, o voy a AA, you know, estoy batallando con estas emociones. Right. You look like a fucking fool. Fool. Yeah. And it says, it's a, it's a stigma surrounds the words therapy, psychologist, mm-hmm. and psychiatrist. There is a misconception that visiting mental health professional means that you are crazy. Mm-hmm. Y no estás, no, or no that es, there's something terribly mm-hmm. wrong with you. Like, estás, estás, like the only people that go to therapy are the crazy people sí. like the the ones that like aren't right in the head si no estás en un nivel como exactly. super mega fatalista and it's just not i feel like it's just it's honestly fucked up que no puedas but it's because of our culture and yeah. when i was reading this article it's so great that you know you dive deeper into what you know right como yeah. man, como mujeres como mexicanas como hija de mexicanos conocemos lo que es emotional suppression yeah right i mean exactly. i'm assuming you weren't always able to show all of your feelings and your emotions because your parents were off working. Right. Or because your parents were too worried about working or money that they didn't have the time to give you to listen to your feelings and, you know, all of these things. Exactly. And I feel like back to what I was saying here, I remember growing up in Mexico, the only people that went to therapy, and I don't know if that's still the case, are the people that were, like, wrong in the head. Yeah. So, like, if you were suggested to go to therapy it's like what do you mean i'm not crazy yeah yeah and so then therefore you and what do you do with that 
o sea, yo soy una persona que está batallando and I was raised in this cultura. Right. Y no, you know, lo normal no es ir a terapia, especially for a man. It's the gender, the gender roles that play into emotional suppression are so different. Si eres mujer y estás expresando tus emociones, ay no, hartas, hartas siempre con tus putas quejas. Y si eres hombre expresando tus emociones, mm -hmm. you're seen as weak, you're seen as less of a man. And that you're not hágase, tough. Hágase, macho, amarres un huevo. Hágase hombrecito, cabrón. Yeah. And I just already hear, like, you know, my gra my my grandpa on my mom's side saying that shit. Like, if my my brother were to ever talk about, abuelito, me siento triste. Hágase hombrecito, hijo de la chingada. Todo me deje, le doy. And in part, okay, there's things where it's like, okay, there's a lack of motivation. And teaching your kids to work hard will definitely push them para que sean, you know, estén encuentren esa motivación in a way but i feel like i just it's just such a prevalent thing and it really fucks with people's heads and they right. start learn and until they study psychology then they can understand oh you know what it's just how the human brain works and i feel like yeah. it's also the ignorance that is out there you know what i mean i feel like again mm -hmm. like like our grandpa didn't know you know like oh feeling bad is okay you mean yeah. feeling sad is okay like mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not crazy mm -hmm. or because i ha i have this standard mm -hmm. you know of being tough mm -hmm. or the oh here's a here's a usual one men don't cry one sí. you know like los hombres hombres no lloran. Lloran. Mm -hmm. and so to me that was kind of, it's it's crazy yeah you know it's yeah. it's crazy how things are and it's like well what do you do you're you're constantly suppressing your emotions mm -hmm. and um i was reading an article mm -hmm. um that says that negative cognitive and emotional factors such as depre depression anxiety angle anger and cynical hostility adverse adversely influence mm -hmm. and cardio metabolic health excuse me these apparently are <laughs> cardio metabolic cardio son big words for me cardio metabolic okay. health what i am discounting from when i'm dissecting from that uh it says um it, cardio metabolic health refers to the individual's overall risk of developing diabetes and heart disease right eating carnes eating uh carnitas birria it's your diet like a like a very fatty diet that's going to affect your diabetes um a cardio metabolic health oh, is well, something this, that's unhealthy oh really okay well i don't know it's this not something a cardio metabolic health um having like a low one depending on a high, like low or high um it's depending on what you're putting into your body okay well um this article is stating that all of the the emotions and suppressing all of those feelings um is what results in all of these things such as anger like mm -hmm. the, everything i just named depression anxiety anger um cynical hostility what is that cínico eres cínico. un cínico sí, 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 como cínico y la hostilidad de eso Creo que lo que estás mencionando es tan importante, Michelle, because si te pones a, a pensar lo que están diciendo, it's your whole body, we talked about this in the microbiome episode, pero tu cuerpo entero está conectado. Right. And it all starts with what you put into your body, what you eat, right? What you eat helps you with your metabolism. And when they're talking about cardiometabolic health, it's connected to your emotions because when you are eating a lot of like carnes and stuff, I, I don't know the study, but there was something that came that I remember. It's in the back of my head that the way that your um, blood, pro the way that your body processes different foods, um, 
makes you react differently to anger. I think Gati told me about this. Like if you eat more meat, you're more prone to be angry, like have more sporadic um, feelings of anger. Oh, wow. I have to find the article and show you guys, but um, they're talking about what you eat matters and how how it affects um, your suppression of emotions. Yeah, exactly, your suppression of emotions. Mm -hmm. And then it just dives deeper into as far as um, uh, machismo Mm -hmm. and... They, they have a term here called Marianismo, mm-hmm. which I had never heard of that before. Yo tampoco. Um, but I was trying to, they, I know that they, um, Marian, Marianismo mm-hmm. emphasizes the role of women, family, and home-centered. It, encourage, it encourages passivity, self-sacrifice, mm-hmm. and chastity. So Or chastity. Connecting that yeah. to my article... And we kind of brought our own articles and we were going to discuss it like blindly yeah. on the on the podcast. But connecting her article to my article of that role that women have to be passive, submissive, um, putting the family first. Um, this article described how Mexican culture um, is uh, fam- it's collectivist. So it's putting family before the individual. And that's, you know, we know this firsthand. Putting, right. Puniendo la familia, la familia va primero. Claro. Antes de que tú, de que, que tú vayas primero, right? And it's collectivist, not individualistic. Um, we see this in the way that we raise, the way that women are raised. No, tus hijos primero, tu esposo primero. Ya te casaste, atiende a tu esposo. And then you have this religious aspect of, okay, no te puedes divorciar because it's against our religion. So now te tienes que enfocar en aguantarte. Y, y, y callar tus emociones, callar tus sentimientos. No, no te quejes con tu esposo porque tú estás en la casa y tu esposo está trabajando y le está, está trayendo todo el dinero. So it's like, um, and in that way, women's feelings are suppressed and it affects women differently than it affects men. 100%. Yo siento que los hombres, they cope with suppression of feelings through alcoholism, through um, uh, drug addiction, like mm-hmm. different drug addictions, like cigarro. Now, this is, of course, granted that you're living that traditional life, right? Mm-hmm. Because most most of the couples today's age, you know, like you and I, we're both working. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so this is like, this is just us going back a little bit further into like our upbringing yes. and um, how that can really impact our parents and our grandparents and then therefore we are the byproduct mm -hmm. of all of these different things that have been going on for generations right yeah and so basically like i remember growing up i don't remember one time talking sitting down about like what is it that has you um sad why are you Mm -hmm. sad or maybe if it was a question, it would be like, oh, okay, like it was, you got to brush it off and you got to move on. It wasn't something like, okay, what are we going to do to resolve this? Yep. How can we change this? Yep. Um, why are you feeling this way? You know, I never heard. Now things are different. Like the relationship mm-hmm. between my parents has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And my mom, my poor mom, she had to learn two different ways, you know, because mm-hmm. of all of the way that she was raised, you know, her mom always taught her too to be tough mm-hmm. you know my abuelita was like no you gotta be tough you gotta do this you gotta cook and you gotta clean you gotta learn because when you get married this is what you're gonna be doing mm-hmm. that's how my grandma raised yeah my mom yeah. you know and so like she never had the talk you know when mm-hmm. you have with your teenager you ne- yeah. she never had like guidance when you're how to you know when my mom got married 
she got pregnant right away because she had no idea. Yep. You know what I mean? Like she didn't know things. And it's just like all of those things come with feelings mm-hmm. and emotions and frustration yep. you know like my mom is like oh okay shoot now I'm she doing probably this. had to bottle everything up exactly and she never got a chance to have a conversation with her mom like mm-hmm. my because you didn't tell me any of these things yeah. you know and if she did my grandma's not gonna be like oh no it's like we don't talk it's still gonna be like what do you want me to do that's not how things were handled back then yeah you know what i mean and they always blame like the like the ya pasó, eso está en el pasado. And it's yeah. like, no, es importante hablar de estas cosas, de el no hablar de los sentimientos de en una manera abierta, porque el problema es that you bottle up the emotions, you bottle up the feelings, yeah. y en vez de tener una buena relación con tu pareja, which is what this article talks about, tienes una relación that is so beyond fixing. Yeah. It's a normalcy, it's, it becomes normal to suppress your feelings. Right. Él no va a cambiar él no quiere cambiar, él va a seguir tomando, eh, yo nomás me quedo en la casa, estoy atrapada, you know, yo, yo no hice carrera, mi carrera es ser esposa, and I feel and like... it's so sad, mm-hmm. like, when you're, when you're there, you know, and it's like, you turn, no matter where you turn, you know, just kind of like, remembering, like, turning around and talking to your mom about, like, mom, like, I feel frustrated mm-hmm. in this marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, como tú dices, él no va a cambiar, and then your mother turning around and saying... Ni modo. Ni modo, you know, that's yep. your life, that's en vez your husband. Te, en vez de que te escuche y te diga, mija, pues trabaja en esto, en lo otro. So this article, um, let me just touch on it really quick. This article was written by UNAM students. Uh, o sea, la Universidad, de la UNAM. La Universidad Autónoma de México. Uh-huh. And it's titled uh, Mexicans Emotion Regulation Strategies and Relationship Satisfaction by Gender. So they analyzed two constructs, emotional regulation and um, relationship satisfaction. So what they're doing, they're um, assessing the relationship of, of 166 males and 231 females and seeing how they're different and how emotional regulation affects them. Um, by emotional regulation, it means like talking about how you're feeling with your partner. First and foremost, siendo honesto con tu, con tu pareja. Pareja, tengo este problema, este, este, I don't like you doing this. And solving conflicts together and i and solving conflicts together through good and strong communication it doesn't take it doesn't take the end of the world to solve a conflict it instead of bottling it up you know que llegue tu viejo y te diga vieja la neta me sentí bien aguitado hoy por qué viejo ¿Por qué? Dime, viejo, siéntate, un tequilita, viejo. Ahorita te lo preparo. Te preparo un tequilita. Te enseño una chiche. ¿Qué te doy? <risa> Pero algo así, you know, like, ¿por un qué te Un pozolito, ya te tengo la comida lista. ¿Qué necesitas? ¿Qué pasa? And the same con el viejo, escuchando a la mujer. Vieja, ¿qué traes? No, pues estos, estos niños, que esto, que el otro, que el otro. Pues, ¿para qué querías tantos niños, vieja? También tú. Que no decías que tú eras la que quería tres, así me no, va a decir Cristian después. Ajá, uh-huh, <laughs> exactamente. But they found, essentially, that um, Mexican families, based on the culture of collectivism, poniendo la familia primero, you lose a part of the self. You lose right, that individualistic identity that is so important to a strong mental health. Um They found that stronger emotional regulation is correlated to higher relationship satisfaction. No me puedes decir esto más claro que el agua. Si yo estoy hablando con mi viejo constantemente y estamos 
no solo sacando los problemas en la mesa, pero trabajando juntos para funcionar, un, have a better relationship arreglar overall. los pinches problemas. Your overall relationship is so much stronger. Right. Because first of all, together you're solving problems. Tú y yo. Tú y yo, bebé. O sea, tú y yo juntas, juntas. estamos, you know, we're solving problems. Yeah. And you and I, we, we, oh, por ejemplo, cuando yo tengo un problema, yo vengo a Michelle. Cuando right. ella tiene un problema, a veces viene y me platica a mí. Y juntas pensamos, ok, yo te conozco. Y a base de lo que te conozco, esto, 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 esto es lo que right. debes hacer. And that's how it should be with your significant other and partner, too. Mm -hmm. It's crazy you, you, you talk about those things because um, I also found an article, too, that um, states facts. And this is um, a series of studies over the past few decades show how suppressing your emotions can and does affect your body and mind, which we already mm -hmm. knew we had discussed it mm -hmm. in fact a 2013 study by the harvard school of public health and the university of Ch rochester showed that people who bottle up their emotions increased their chance of premature death mm -hmm. from all causes by more than 30 percent and the mm -hmm. risk of being diagnosed with cancer increasing by 70 percent so just shit, think about dude. that for a second and holy shit um they also say that um When you don't, um, and this is a, a study by the University of Texas, they state mm -hmm. that when you don't do this, mm -hmm. okay, when you don't discuss your feelings, your emotions, mm -hmm. and you don't work collectively as a unit to fix some yes. of these feelings and emotions, um, recognize, oh wait, sorry, misread, found that by not acknowledging your emotions, we're actually making them stronger. Why? Because they reside. They stay. They won't go away. And this article says that if you don't talk about your emotions, your partner doesn't fucking know what's wrong with you. Exactly. So they, they reside. They get bigger and bigger and bigger because yeah. your partner's doing something that isn't comforting those emotions and they don't even fucking know what's going on. And you're over here like, this motherfucker doesn't even know what It's the fuck crazy is going on. And you say that fucking read my mind and fucking know what's going on in my brain. <laughs> no, bitch. You should tell him, Hey baby, guess what? I'm fucking hurting. Y cuando les digas, <laughs> les tienes que dibujar como figuritas. A los hombres, sí. Explicárselos sí. como a nivel preschooler. Mira viejo, esta pincha hija de la chingada en la oficina me gritó oida. Y pues tú no me gritas así, viejo. Tú crees que yo voy a dejar a esta hija de su che madre gritarme. You know, es más claro que el agua, pero es it's también, y hay muchos daños, Michelle, estos son daños muy leves, pero hay daños muy grandes de, del right. alcoholismo, de golpes, um, de golpes you know, de la vida, golpes de la vida, you know, like los putazos que te daban tus papás, sometimes los papás se pasaban en el rancho, a lo mejor oh y se pasaban, dude. You know, I heard a, sto a story, one of our tías, I don't want to say her name, one of our tías, like, used, to, like, shared that her dad, when she was upset, or when he was upset because they did something wrong, they would take him outside, tie him to a tree, and just beat him up. Like, Holy fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can you imagine me that? Like, me, yeah. me, me ataba al, al árbol de afuera mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't go away and then he'd spank me. Yeah. I'm like, that is like, oh that God. is like fucked up. And, and to think about your family member doing that to you now, be like, motherfucker, you're not going to do that to me. <clears throat> But child it's services. Like, child services. Sí. Por eso llegamos a los United States para protegernos poquito más. No, like neta, like, you know, going back to the, en, en serio, that is, 
extremely fucking traumatic. And when you come from that type of childhood trauma, with childhood trauma, you kind of tend to repeat patterns that you learned from your parents. And those parents, they clearly didn't have a good fucking childhood because someone taught them to do that. Someone taught them to atarlos o agarrar la vara y chingarlos con la vara. Because that's the only way that they learn, right? A belt, I can handle a belt. I can't handle a fucking branch, dude. Or a hanger. Or a hanger, dude. De, de vara. You know, like not even the plastic ones, los, de, los delgaditos. Oh, man. Eso no, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, and it's just like now it's so important. I'm just analyzing and researching and doing these things for us and for future generations. For me, it's like, okay, I have to work with my kids. I have to work with my partner. I have to work with people and learn how to resolve conflicts through communication. Yeah, I actually, um, I found in that same article um, that I I was just briefly uh, quoting that uh, it's by, let me see. It's like by like the health agenda, basically. And there, if you are going through some of these things, they outlined four simple steps. There's a psychologist or psychiatrist, I can't remember. Um, we'll probably, not probably, we will share all of the articles where we got all of this information down below. Um, but, or if you're listening, go on YouTube and you'll find the links there. Check them out. And I wanted to share some of these coping, um, like coping ways or that can help you, mm-hmm. perhaps you, your partner, or just in your life in general. And because I think that it's very important to be able to, mm-hmm. to do that. And they break it down into four simple steps. Number one is acknowledge the emotion, right? Recognizing mm-hmm. you're feeling a particular way is important. And you don't have to do this verbally as long as you acknowledge internally. So just remember, acknowledge, be like, okay, I'm feeling sad. It's there. It, it is what it is. And that's how I'm feeling. You mm-hmm. know, don't suppress it. Just be like, no, I'm not sad. I'm just going to move. No, you're feeling sad. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, confront the cause okay so if you're able to confront the person or situation that's triggering the emotion with the goal with the goal of resolving it not with the goal of fighting not with the goal of fighting not with any other goal remember your your hair back down exactly no bitch put your hair back down exactly like it's not like that it's not like that (laughs) this ain't this ain't gonna happen like that no 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 that's not how you fix the issue okay Okay? yes exactly (laughs) with the goal of resolving Mm -hmm. the problem if this isn't possible then her name is tarat i'm sorry if i'm butchering your your name if you're ever gonna watch this advice is that becoming an observer to the situation and empowering yourself in the process so that's just another way so that's step number two Mm -hmm. number three is owning your response okay Mm -hmm. so in order uh to understand what you're feeling reflect on the way you reacted Mm -hmm. and dealt with the situation so this is key okay oftentimes when they, you run into a situation that upsets you and makes you angry or makes you um, feel, or even both of those mm-hmm. emotions, a lot of the times you react. I think it's like it's, a trigger too. It could be a fucking trigger exactly. and you don't even know that it's triggered. And so what you do, instead of taking the time to respond, you react versus responding. So I think this is crucial, you know, with owning your response, making sure that it's like, okay, right now, evidently I am very angry. I don't know if this is a good idea for even for me to be able to move 
on, you know, or to, to do anything or, or, you know, until I'm more calm, until I'm able to respond versus react. Okay. And then the last step, it says make time for self-care. And I think this is huge um, because any self-care activities you find effective, like literally anything that you can do that works for you. And it's not drinking beer. Okay. <laughs> para todos los papás, todos los primos, todos los... O el tequila. Para todos los... O las mujeres también que están escuchando esto. Self-care no significa tragar vino, cabrones. Significa... Significa tomárselo. To <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Sí, so, cuando no, no traguen vino, empínenlo. Pero poquito, o sea, self-care es que te relajes, yes. que tengas tiempo para ti también, poquito. Y si te quieres echar un vinito, una cervecita for self-care, un winecito, también, no hay problema. No hay self-care es en, me voy a empedar esta noche y todas las noches. To cope with all of my issues. Porque chingue su madre el amor. No, way. Emotional no. damage. <laughs> Yo les quiero decir una cosa. These are extremely, you know, really good coping mechanisms. And I appreciate you for sharing them. Yeah. But I'm I don't looking, know who needed to hear this, but if this was you, ahí está. I'm looking at this por un lens de una persona that has been emotionally suppressing their feelings for a long time, crónicamente. And there is one aspect to this. Financial ability, like having the time. Time is money. Yeah. And if you have money, you have more time right. for yourself. Having the time. And a, a lot of those stressors now, it's just you don't have enough time for yourself because you're working so hard. So that's one of them. The other one is um, how do you help someone? Step one. Because how do you even help, help someone acknowledge their feelings? Papa, por favor. Like, for example, if I'm like, Papa, siéntate y... Ponte a pensar lo que estás sintiendo. Ay, quítate, no. Yo no voy a andar pensando en pendejadas y sabe qué y sabe cuánto. It, there is going to come a time where you sit your parents down and you tell them, papá, por el respeto que te tengo, quiero que te sientes y me dediques 10 minutos de tu tiempo. Mm -hmm. And talk about it like that. You know, sí. yo dile, te... dile que las chicas de no, pues, wow, di, dijeron sí. que si no, si, amigas, si, if you suppress your emotions, así dile, sí. that it will affect sí. your, your body sí, y que se va a morir más pronto. Sí, que si tú no hablas dile. de cuando te sientes triste, papá, o que le da cáncer, y nomás tragas vino, tu hígado es el que va a hablar uh -huh. y, y va a hablar por medio del cáncer, papá, ¿ok? Uh -huh. Así es que, por favor, por el respeto que me tienes, si me tienes, Siéntate cinco minutos, por favor. Así le vas a decir a tu papá. Y no todos tienen la relación con sus papás Exacto. para hablar así. Yeah. Yo sí la tengo, porque tengo unos ovarios bien grandotes. <laughs> And I've been able to tell my dad, you know what, sit down, we're going to fucking talk about this. I'm feeling sad. Why? It's in the past. It's in the present right here. It's in presently, it's in my yeah. fucking mind. So I have to work through it. I have to, yeah. I'm trying to Be communicate to with you through it. And, and, I've, and yeah, and, so. and there, there's been cases like in my case where you sit your parent down and you express how you feel. Um, excuse me. Oftentimes they just like they don't get it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, um, I'm sharing this with you. There are going to be times where you're just going to have to move on. 
because the person who it, you're confronting the cause or you're confronting the issue on step number two, you acknowledge how you feel, you confront the issue, that's step number two. Mm-hmm. And once you do, they won't, my dad, like sometimes I'll be like, dad, it's because you don't do, you know, it. Anyways, there are things missing exactly. in, in this relationship and you don't and put in that. There's that this, there's work. this, there's that. And then my dad will just be like, okay, okay, I get it. But I don't think he does, you know? And I think that a big part of your healing process for you to heal yeah. and you to just have better relationships with other people, que si no puedes tener esa relación con tus papás, put it, pon las, pon en las manos de Dios. You know, that's on God. You know, that that's between them and God. Or even if you're not exactly. religious, that is on ya, yo ya. Eso ya quedó. Yo intenté tener una mejor relación por medio de comunicación y de hablar de las emociones, de cómo me estoy sintiendo. Y si ellos no quieren verlo así y ellos no quieren, entonces ellos no tienen que entender esa esa parte de mi vida. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, es tu vida, tu journey. Right. And, and emotional suppression, it's, it's about all kinds of relationships and all kinds of socialization. Yeah. Um, and I think we could do a part two to this, honestly, because I'd like to talk about child emotional suppression um, and bring some more data on that. But we're running low on time. But yeah, any last thoughts? Um, yeah. But basically, if you're there again, at least you got to ch- even if on the other end, there's no true response of acknowledgement that they understand. At least you got that out of your system. And it's no longer like she said, present here. Mm-hmm. At least you're able to kind of help your brain put it in the storage bin where it's supposed to go versus just having that presence in the tra- in the trauma um, aspect of things because it could be a trauma you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we've learned this in psychology part of trauma it, what happens is you, your brain doesn't get a chance to process things mm-hmm. correctly and store them properly where they need to go so then therefore they're present in your mind mm-hmm. so yeah that's just my two cents I just wanted to make sure I shared that because we're talking about an issue and I I thought it might be a good idea in mm-hmm. case you're listening and this is something you're struggling with again acknowledge your emotions confront the issue own your ex- your response and make time for self-care mm-hmm. okay but that's it that's it for me escúchenme bien lo que les voy a decir hablen de sus emociones no digo que no se caen en el hocico o sea con un límite hablen pero hasta la próxima mi raza los queremos mucho and we cannot wait to see you guys in the next episode chao chao make sure you talk Habla, habla, sácalo todo. Las chichis también, libérate. Be free.